Slice Audio. Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ. Vikings! Your Minnesota Vikings. Skull, baby! Skull! Woo! Guess what, Brandon? What? The Packers are eliminated from the playoffs! You! Blow, pack, blow! Blow, pack, blow! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this much happier edition of Vikings Water Cooler Talk. Stitch and BJ and mm-hmm. Matt McConaughey is here with us. Matt! Yes, blow, pack, blow. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. There was somebody I posted because I was just laughing, and I was like, blow, pack, blow on Facebook. And somebody was like, why are you so cocky? And I'm like, I'm not cocky at all. I just enjoy watching the Packers lose. It doesn't happen yeah. very often. My yeah. hatred for the Packers run deep. So is Aaron Rodgers. Mine doesn't run as deep as your guys' do, but uh, I like watching Aaron Rodgers play. He's a He's a – a very skilled quarterback. It's been fun to watch him, but it was an interesting end to the game when him and Cobb went arm in arm, walk into the corner and leaving. Yep. It was weird. I wonder what's going to happen. It'll be fun to see what uh, unfolds there. We can definitely speculate. Um, it seems like it's going to be his last game in Green Bay. Whether or not he retires or goes to a different team is unbeknown, but uh, we can speculate that. Maybe he goes to Vegas and plays with Devontae that's, Adams. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was like, what if he just goes to Vegas? And guess who we get there. to play in Vegas? The Raiders. Wow. Wouldn't that be interesting in 2023? That would be funny. I don't want to do that. But um, What if they trade for Derek Carr? <laughs> the, the, Derek Carr is a Packer. Oh, man. I mean, Whoa. I'd much rather see him twice a year than Aaron Rodgers, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. Man. But you know what? Either way, the Packers lost. I, I thought the Packers were going to win that game. It seemed like they were going to win that game. Uh, there was some of the calls that were favored towards them, but the Lions were able to pull it out, even yeah. knowing even knowing that them winning didn't mean anything mm. other than eliminating the Packers, and that's amazing. Yeah, I was happy to see that. Yes, me sure. too. Yeah. And I feel like the Lions m- are well more deserved to be in the playoffs than the lame-ass Seahawks. I just don't. Mm-hmm. The whole Geno Smith story, cool. I don't really care. Pete Carroll annoys me. I, there's nothing about the Seahawks that I think is cool uh, as far as the story goes. I think the Lions should be in the in the playoffs. It's sad that they're not, but you know what? They're going to be a team that's going to be uh, – this is the different Lions. They're 9-8. and eight. They were over does, 500. <laughs> does Pete Carroll just chew gum too hard for you or something? I just – I don't know, man. Pete Carroll is <laughs> just – I don't know. But he is a good defensive-minded coach, yeah. and he's been a coach for the Seahawks for a long, long time. He brought them their first Super Bowl ever, you know, so maybe KOC does the same for us. Because yeah. there's there's times where people are always like, why are you Vikings fans? Because you guys are always have these disappointment. They never won a Super Bowl, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, guess what? The Eagles never won a Super Bowl, but guess five years ago they finally did. They did. Or, or whenever that was. Uh, and then, mm-hmm. you know, the Seahawks, again, same. They never won a Super Bowl either. But they end of it and yeah. eventually did. So I mean, it's going to happen. It's going to happen for us. It might be this year. It's going to be pretty tough. But you know, we'll open to that. It's going to be. It's going to be pretty wild, right? You've. Uh, it, it, what if the Seahawks beat the Niners? What if? I mean, guess what? It is an NFC West division game, essentially. I mean, it's yeah. They've played each other quite a bit. Yep. Like you said, he's a good defensive minded coach. It might go down. Is this too much for the old Mr. Irrelevant? 
I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I, I honestly He's been don't. Playing really well. Yeah, Brock Purdy is kind of you know kind of reminds me of like just how okay your quarterback gets injured, Tom Brady comes in, now he's the greatest of all time. I'm not saying that's going to happen with Brock Purdy, but the, he's five and zero right now, mm-hmm. and he's he hasn't made any mistakes that make you go, oh, this guy's not the answer for the long term. He's playing pretty damn well where he shouldn't have been, Mister Irrelevant. Obviously, I don't know. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that, Matt? Well, I mean, when you play the Arizona Cardinals, everybody looks good. So, <laughs> well, I mean, they just fired their coach today. And, they like, and their GM, too. Yeah, they fired yeah. Cliff Kingsbury, which means, yeah. I mean, what ha- what happens with Kyler at the end? You know, he tore uh, his ACL. Gonna, yeah, he's going to get all those Call of Duty points, bro. <laughs> so. Baseball. Baseball. That's where he should go. Uh, but, you know. We should be talking about the fact that we did what we came in to do in the final week of the season, get our mind right. And uh, I watched KOC's post-game interview after that game, and it's exactly what they wanted to do. They wanted to get their starters in, kind of get that taste out of their mouth from being embarrassed in Green Bay, and Mm -hmm. just see what they could do as far as move the ball. They got some depth in there and got some experience and got to evaluate some of our depth players, especially on our offensive line and our uh, running backs and stuff like that. And we were been Mm -hmm. able to move the ball. Nick Mullins played really well besides that one pick that he had. Um, Mm -hmm. But other than that, I mean, we look good. But, again, it's the Bears. So, I mean. Yeah, but the Bears are, I mean, they're kind of watching them. I was kind of like, wow. They're a little bit like the Eagles were last year or even the year before, where it's like they've got a really good quarterback to build around. They're just a few key players away, got a good coach, you know, uh, that I think maybe could could bring things together. So it's kind of like, what if what if they are a force to be reckoned with? They are a draft away and a couple of, you know, free agency acquisitions away from being a lot better. It's team. possible. I mean, they were last in pass rush in the NFL, so that's something that they they're going to be getting the, the first pick in the NFL draft. Yep. They've also got the most cap space. Yep. That's the part that makes me nervous in the fact that they have money and they got the draft picks. Yeah. And what they'll do with that top pick since they already have their quarterback is, is that they they'll probably draft or trade yep. down to get more picks. Yep. And so that that part kind of scares me a little bit going into the future, but so should our team. Because yeah. our team doing this good first out of the gate with our coach is uh, is pretty cool. I think uh, the Packers are going to be a dumpster fire for the next few years, <laughs> especially if Aaron Rodgers leaves. Yeah, soon if Aaron leaves, they're going to have to start right the heck over. Yep. Well, be and I will be tasting all the Packers tears. Yes, all the way. yes, for real. I will not be. I will not feel bad for them at all. At all, I won't. So let's do this. Let's get into wild card weekend, uh, the teams and the schedules, and then we'll circle back around, talk about our team. The Bears game is not much to talk about. You know what I mean? We We did did what we need to do. We did what we need to do. It's over, whatever. On to the postseason. I do have something I want to say on that game, though. Do get it. That that series at the end of the first half was atrocious. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I don't mind taking time off and not giving them a chance to come back, but what are you doing, Kirk Cousins? You're checking it down when we have no timeouts. Like that's yeah. And like he makes these plays sometimes, like where he lines up on the guard, or he you know takes a knee instead of spiking the ball, and then he checks down when there's no timeouts left. That can't happen in the playoffs. No, <laughs> we need yeah. him to be smart. I'm just like, oh, what is that? And, like, and you'd think you it's know? uncharistic because you. I'd like to think he's smarter than the average bear 
He is. On a normal, you know, like you hang out with him, he's smarter, especially when it comes to football. He seems like the type of guy that that's his life. Maybe it's just because we don't know anything else about him. You know what I mean? But you assume that he's a, an intelligent dude about football, but you're right. He makes a lot of those kind of silly mistakes that you're like, whoa, whoa, what? Scratch your head type thing. Yeah. I'm honestly not too worried about that when it comes. I think more so I'm more worried about rookie coaching mistakes. You know, like running the players on the field and kicking a field goal. Technically, they and they called 12 man on the field. And if you look at the if you look at the replay, it seems like TJ was off, but I can yeah. it's close. You know, it's close. So you, whatever. But the Bears right. coach was freaking out, so that's yeah. what made him call it. Whatever. They it doesn't, were it doesn't like, really whatever. matter. Oh, yeah. It's irrelevant. Eberdouche. Eberdouche is what I call him. Is, yeah. is that his name? <laughs> Eberflus. Uh, you remember because Same like I, the Bears hired the Chiefs GM, who I wanted to be our GM, but then based on his offseason and some of his acquisitions, I was like, maybe I don't want this guy. Yeah. I'm so happy we got Quessy, man. Yeah, no kidding. Making moves. So, hey, Irv Smith played. Yep, yep exactly. He, That's something I want to circle did. back around to our – our team as a whole. But let's go through the schedule real quick, like sure. coming up this weekend. On Saturday, you've got two games. Uh, you've got the Seahawks at the Niners for the first game, and then Chargers at the Jags. Can I make those picks real quick? I'm going to say 49ers, and I'm yeah. going to say the Jaguars. Okay. Okay. Just throwing that out there. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you don't think the Chargers are going to hold their own against the Jags? No, I don't. Mm, that defense. On it's the, not very good. On the, on the old Chargers. They, <laughs> they yeah. They lost to the Broncos. Don't, don't they have what's his name? Uh, Darwin used to James. Be on the Bears. No. Uh, Khalil, Khalil Mack. Mack. Yeah, Khalil they Mack. do, yeah. but he hasn't done anything this year. That's weird. Yeah. No. Yeah. But it'll be kind of weird, right? Because this these wildcard weekend can sometimes be surprising and also sometimes really freaking boring. Yep. Because you've got a nine and eight Seahawks going against thirteen and four. You've got ten and seven charges against the nine and eight Jags. That's probably the closest game in of all of these. Of teams that are playing against each other, you know? Yeah. Because then you get into Sunday, Dolphins at Bills. I mean, the Dolphins are, they don't even know who's starting. Yeah. It might be their third string. Hopefully, Teddy's back. If not, they don't They don't think Tua's going to play. Yeah. So, But the, now, the, the Dolphins have played the Bills twice, beat them once, and the second time, almost beat them. So, I mean, I yeah. the Dolphins. But both times with Tua, and again, right? that's another div- divisional game. Yeah, both games are with Tua. Yeah. Um, so I understand that, but I mean they still know how to. It's a division game. They still and Skylar Thompson, who's their third string quarterback, is not bad. He actually no. What, that's another. How many third string quarterbacks have we Are seen playing? this year? Right, a lot. That's <laughs> uh, every year, man. You always see it. That's why, like in fantasy, like I never draft a high quarterback because like forty of them end up being number ones at some point, right? You know, like yeah. throughout a season, so. Yeah. Speaking of a third string quarterback who I thought was pretty impressive, that Sam Howell kid from Washington. That he's from Actually, UNC. I had him pegged to be the best one out of the draft coming in yeah. last year. And he proved me right in the first game. Yeah, he so. had astronomical numbers for UNC because I didn't really know much about him. So I started reading about him because I watched a few plays and he he looked really good. I, I I bet you he's our he's their starter next year, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, and what, he he came from Oklahoma, right? Yeah, he transferred from Oklahoma to UNC, I believe. Okay, or something yeah. like that. He played for UNC. I know that. Yeah, I don't know. I know he likes cats and long walks on the beach. But <laughs> Dolphins are at the Bills. I said that already. Giants at the Vikings. We'll get into that more. 
You've got the Ravens going to the Bengals, and the Ravens don't know who their quarterback's going to be. They either. don't know either. You know that's kind of wild. I doubt that Lamar plays, and he shouldn't. You know, to be honest with you, because the way that the Ravens did him—not necessarily dirty, but they didn't get a deal done. And yeah. there's a reason why. He, now he hurt his knee, and he's probably the reason why he's not practicing. He probably doesn't want to. If he hurts it more, then it screws him for next year. Yeah, for to get a big contract. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, in he doesn't feel like he owes the Ravens. I'm not. I'm just. I'm obviously speaking for him. I don't really know. Yep. He probably doesn't feel like. The, you know, what does he owe the Ravens? They didn't show him any faith. No, and there'll be some teams looking for a quarterback like him. Oh yeah. And if they think they can coach him, you the know, Falcons. Uh, the Falcons, the Raiders, the Colts. Yeah. Uh, possibly the Packers. Yeah. You know, possibly Tampa Bay. Yeah. Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just saying. So we all don't those know. Teams. I doubt I don't know if Lamar's gonna play. And even if he does play, the Bengals to me are the best team in the AFC and I don't really care what anybody says. But it's tough. <clears throat> I think they're all pretty close. But yeah. Then you've got the the, the weird game is the twelve and five Cowboys going to the eight and nine Buccaneers to play. Cowboys are favored in that game. As they should. Yeah, they should be. D-Ray, who's a Cowboys fan, who we've had on this podcast before, doesn't believe that the Cowboys will win, which I I can hear that. This is upset around it. I can hear that argument, but he's like, to me, he's like, the Bucks winning is not an upset. And I'm like, yes, it is, according to Vegas. I mean, it is because of the, and it is because of 12 and 5 versus 8 and 9. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter the team. Exactly. Who's playing. It's just, come on now. You're and the, the Bucks are not team, a good team. The only reason they, you know, they have any relevancy I, I, is Tom Brady. Yeah, I think it's because of how they played that last game, though. Yeah, they looked bad last night. Yeah, they've been slowly kind of like the last few weeks. I've noticed the Cowboys have been. I don't know what's going on, but not playing well. Yeah, and they were so they looked really strong against us, and whoever they played the next week, they killed also. And then they've just been kind of like, you know, Dak Prescott being one of the considered, I wouldn't say elite quarterbacks, but top quarterbacks of this league, mm-hmm. has thrown fifteen interceptions and missed five games. Has thrown an interceptions in the last seven straight games. The yeah. dude is not great. No, it's unfortunate. I mean, you, you talk to our friend John, and they're the greatest team to ever play. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, John, sorry. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. One and done for so, the old Bucks. So you've got that. Uh, you're saying that on Saturday, the Niners and the Jags are going on, Stitch? Yep, yep. What about Dolphins-Bills? Bills will win that game, obviously. Yep. I think they're kind of a team of destiny at this point. Yep. What about Ravens-Bangles? Bangles. Bangles. Yep. And... But it can't be the Niners-Jags. What? No, 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 no. Uh, they're the winners. Those are the winners of the game. Oh, okay. Not like, playing what? each other. Yeah, they're yeah. they're <laughs> going <laughs> on. each other. <laughs> so, so Stitch has got Niners, Jags, Bills, Vikings, Bengals, and then the Cowboys and the Bucks. Who's going on? I, oh, man. That one's to me is a coin flip, but I'm going to probably say Bucks just because of Tom Brady. Boy, they uh, might, I'll, huh? I'll say Cowboys on that one. I mean, the Cowboys should win that game handily, no problem. But yep. the way that the Cowboys are playing – it's not very good right now. Tom Brady is Tom Brady, even though the Bucks are not a good team, but they're not, you know, it's Tom Brady. And Tom Brady has the refs. Yes. You know, and, and we joke about it, but that might become a serious thing. However, 
The refs really, in the NFL, really like the Cowboys, too. They probably didn't want these two teams to verse each other in the first wild card. No. Because they want to favor them a little bit. And, and, and But here we go. <laughs> oh, you know like, what I mean? They're like, who do we throw a penalty on? Yeah. <laughs> what do we do? I don't know. We're trying to favor both you guys. I'm sorry. But, uh, you know, to also think about kind of the Cowboys story, too, is I'm pretty sure that they want to make a play for Sean Payton. And if they lose to the Bucks. I there's no way they don't fire Mike McCarthy. I would think that they would have to, even though in my personal opinion, which doesn't matter because I'm leaning on a water cooler like we like to talk yeah. about. Yeah, we do. That Mike McCarthy's job that he did this year, where Dak went down for five games yep. and Red Cooper Rush, yeah, and still made them win games. I mean, that's that's good coaching. But yeah. then at the same time, he does debacles like. Yeah, what just happened last night? He's a little bit like Zimmer in the way that he can get teams to be really good, but just can't get them over the hump. Yeah. Can't get them past that a uh, little bit like the Packers, what he did with them. Well, he did how win a the, Super Bowl with the Packers, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, but how in the world can the Packers have such amazing quarterbacks, Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, and such great teams go almost like one loss, two lost seasons, and never make it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I know, man. I, I'm saying that as like, a, oh my gosh, how? I you know. know. I and I used to always say that with my argument with Aaron Rodgers, like people, everybody loves him. He's so great. He's the most talented quarterback that the NFL has ever seen. But he has one Super Bowl. And only one appearance, I think, and, right? Or two. No, he has two. And the reality of the fact is the postseason don't give a crap about right. who your quarterback and how great they are and everything. Then that's it. And so that brings us back to our team. And our I want to I want to say this to you guys. Okay. With Irv Smith coming back, you look at just our offense. Yes, our O line is a little bit bangered up, but they're they're starting they're working the best out of who they have and what they have. But look at this. You've got to defend Irv Smith, The Hawk, KJ, Thielen, JJ, and you've got to try to figure out what to do with Cook and our other running backs. Nwangu is fast, mm-hmm. and he can do kick that is returns. True. Yep. You know what I mean? Like and we, then we're you, dead. You didn't even bring up like Ty Chandler. Like exactly, he got some play in that too. And I mean, he's been out for most of the year because he was injured. I think he's better than Wangu, and I think he might even be better than Alexander Madison. Yeah. So you've yeah. got you've got that. Wait, too, what so. did you just say? You think Ty Chandler's going to be better than Alexander Madison? I do think that. Yes, I, Ty Chandler is underrated prospect. I agree with Matt. Come on, man. I, There's I, no evidence to support that it's, whatsoever. It's not I, saying that Madison's hey, bad. I'm, leaving, just... I'm leaning on a water cooler. <laughs> right? No, that's cool. I mean, I just I, – he, he, yesterday was his only game he played, and I didn't know much about him in college, but he did he play with injured. Sam Howell with UNC. I know, I know, but he's yeah. our third-string running back, yeah. obviously, for a reason, but he's injured. But Alexander Madison is literally can start – he's basically Dalvin Cook 2.0. He can – he could start on any team tomorrow if we trade him. Ty well, Chandler I, is definitely not that. I think the difference between Madison and Cook and or Chandler, he's not Madison's not as shifty. Yeah, he's, he he's runs good, way more hard. And I don't think he can run away from people. Or yeah. Cook. He invites and, I don't contact. Know, Tyler. Yeah, he invites it and he's very aggressive. I think we should put him in when it's fourth and one. Oh yeah. Over yeah, Cook. I would agree with that. He's a very downhill runner. Yep. yep. He's he's almost it's like old school style of running yep. back. Like you could put him, like you could probably like compare him a little bit to Derrick Henry, right? Like he's not as big. But, no, not at all. Yeah. Um, 
but he is a downhill runner, and I think that he could be a starting running back on a lot of teams. I yeah. agree with you on that. But the thing that Ty Chandler has is he can he can catch the ball, and he's shifty. You know who can so, catch the ball really well? CJ yes. fucking Ham, the old hamster. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. The old old hamster. product, man. He's a, he's the man, dude. So dude, Ham's the shit. Well, I know. I love CJ Ham. I'm so glad because we were we were kind of curious if we were going to keep him and not in this particular offensive system. And but we've been able to put him in there, and he's still leading the way. And some of those runs that Dalvin goes for. So yeah, it's funny. My dad, for some reason, he's, it's kind of like Brandon and uh, and. Uh, Dantzler, my dad hates CJ Ham, and I'm just like, okay. what? Why? I know, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I think it was because of all those games back prior when he would just always check down to CJ Ham for like three yards oh, on yeah. like a third and twenty. You're like, okay, why? Why, <laughs> why is he trying? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you might as well just punt at that point. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, yeah, it is that so- way. So I bring that up, and so I bring it back around to our teams, and I and I bring that to you guys. Our defense has been playing better. I think we found some guys in the cornerback situation, the secondary that have been playing better. I.e., uh, what's Duke his Shelley. name? Duke Shelley. You yeah. know, finishes the top four. Shelley corner. Island. Shelley Island. It's finished in the top four corners. Yep. And Only our, started five games. And our other guys are getting healthy at the same time, uh, being Cam Cameron Dantzlers. And Cam Toe and stuff like that. So, I mean, I think going into the postseason, and I agree with Stitch. You said it earlier. I think our biggest fear is rookie coach mistakes, which we've seen throughout the season. You mix those in with a little bit of Kirk Cousins' stupidness, uh, mistakes like Matt said, then that makes for a little scare going into the postseason. But at the same token, we know what we're getting when we play the Giants. We played them. We've schemed against them already. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel comfortable about playing them at home. Yep. So I'm excited. Yeah, I am too. And honestly, like I, am, I, I, there's no doubt in my mind or body, and I've had a lot of doubt in some of these games, there, there's no doubt that we, we don't win this game. We will win this game. Yeah. Does Vegas have the odds up for that? Yes, we're yet? negative. Th- we're 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 favored by three, so it is a, basically a coin flip. Oh, yeah, they gave us three points. Yep, Good. we're favored Good. by three. I, you know, this is what it comes down to: Daniel Jones versus Kirk Cousins. Daniel Jones, who's never made the playoffs ever in his entire career, now making he's not a bad quarterback, but mm-hmm. again, you got to have some postseason experience. Kirk Cousins has that; he has the edge. Our defense, although. Is not very good. It's still better, in my opinion, than the Giants' defense. They have a good pass rusher who's a rookie pass rusher in Tibidu. He's injured, though. Is he injured? I don't know. Or I can't remember. That could be completely but that, We took him out completely in the last game, so I'm not worried about that. Our offensive line played really good against the Bears. I understand that they are last in pass rush, but... Everybody from that we plugged in, Chris Reed from the center, Garrett Bradbury should be playing back. He should be back. Everybody should be healthy for this game. There's no reason why we don't win this game. It'll probably be yeah, close. It'll probably I was be close. very worried about Udo coming in at right tackle, but he played pretty good yesterday. Yep. So I can't complain on that one. Um, I know that's his natural spot anyways because when they had him last year, it was – it was uh, Oli Uh Oh. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, we have some weird names on the offensive line, but going back to my point with the reason why I don't feel any doubt in this game is that when our defense creates turnovers, we usually win the game. 
you can count Daniel Jones more than likely he's gonna throw a pick or, or or cough up a fumble. It's just it's what he does. It's it's you can look back in his entire career. It's what he does. All right. So we can expect that. And I just feel like we're gonna. This might be the game where we actually put all phases together and we dominate. And then everybody's yeah. like, "Well, what is going on with the Vikings?" And yeah. then, but the only problem with that is, is that once San Francisco beats Seattle, then we have to go to San Fran, and that's the game that I'm worried about. Yeah. Which we would should we should be? Yeah, we'll all be Seattle fans. Yeah. Week, week, so. <laughs> yeah. I just don't feel that we lose to the Giants. I know a lot of people think that we will. Uh, but we're favored by Vegas, so that helps. If we weren't favored by Vegas, then I would probably be feeling a lot differently than what I'm speaking of right now, to be honest, because each time that we haven't been favored, we've lost. So yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just don't feel very – I feel very confident. I have a, I have $100 on this game already. <laughs> Ooh, wow. So, uh, well, actually Ooh. the bet was $100 that we would lose Ooh. in the first round, yeah. and we're not going to. So No, I doubt it. I, I think uh, – I think – out of all the NFC teams, this is this is the best matchup we could have had. I mean, I'd rather have played the Giants over the Bucks or over any of the other teams. Green Bay, if Green Bay would have made it, and we were the two seed, you know. Yeah. And you know, we kind of go back to like how we how this season has been designed almost. And you know, yeah, it sucked, embarrassing, you know, losing to the Packers. But now that we think about it, the best possible. Yeah, it could be the Giants, and you know, say that Seattle beats San Francisco. Like, what if some crazy things happen and we keep getting favorable matches and we end up having home games? Yeah, and we make it. To, I'm just saying, like, it some crazy happen. things have happened this year. Why yep. not? Why? Why won't it continue? Yeah, and all it takes is a defense to figure out what mystery relevant on the Niners' weaknesses. Yeah, and 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 not let it go and and play you know what i mean it's hard to coach around that when they know kind of what the weaknesses is um the the other game the eagles they've been playing okay right but they barely beat whoever they played yesterday and that was all oh the giants right yeah and the giants had all backups and they didn't barely they i mean they put well, it to not them. barely they, they put it to them but at the same them out at yeah the end. but so, it was yeah. all backups they didn't play any starters yeah and jalen hurts didn't look right yet you know, but I mean, he's just coming back from that injury. So, yeah. And well, I've been hearing a lot of analysts talk, and I don't usually keep a lot of salt in their containers when I listen to analysts talk, but there's a few of them that I listen to and I can respect. But they've been talking a lot about how the Eagles' secondary has just not been the same from the beginning of the year. Yep. Um, and they're allowing a lot more big plays. Yeah. Um, and they're not getting to the quarterback as normal as they were at the beginning of the year. So that defense is regressing almost at the mm-hmm. worst time. So I don't know, man. It could be, like I said, we could be a team of destiny. Some things could fall in our hands. And Yeah. It, it, you know, That's the fun thing about the postseason is at this point everything's starting over. It's 0-0, zero, zero, man. it doesn't matter. Nope. And, and, and it's you got to go give your best. The records don't matter. Nobody gives a shit anymore. It's play each other and see who comes out on top. Um one of the crazy things of going into the postseason that I think is favorable for us over the Giants, our coach has postseason experience, not as a head coach, but he has postseason experience. He just took his team to the Super Bowl, and the the Rams have been in the postseason for a few years, so that's kind of helpful. The other thing is, I think our depth chart of, of key positions is a lot better. I mean, wide receivers on the Giants, who? You know what I mean? Like Their best is as good as KJ. 
Yeah. And KJ's the man. And KJ's good. So yeah. I'm not talking bad about their best. What yeah. I'm saying is, is we have two others that are essentially, in Elite. quotes, better than him. And he's our third, second, third string wide receiver in you know uh, what i mean it's gonna be second hard for string. any he's yeah. definitely second string he's now. it's gonna be yeah, hard, hard for, nobody should tell Fee. yeah and <laughs> it's gonna be hard for anybody to guard <laughs> yeah. us you know to be honest with you because yeah you can take jj out but you've already alluded this but then you have to guard kj and then you have to guard adam thielen then you yeah. have to guard the hawk then you have to guard irv smith and then dalvin cook and alexander madison you know what i mean yeah. like the only reason that we normally you lose is we beat ourselves yeah. if, if you look back even in our blowout losses you know what i mean like they're just Mistakes that we made or whatever. We usually beat ourselves. This That's is, why I feel confident about this team. This game is going to prove or disprove my thoughts on our coach. What level? Next level? Is he next level coaching? I think he's next And the level. fact we go into this game and we just demoralize the Giants and kick their ass in every aspect of this game, that I'm going to be like, see, he was doing shit on purpose <laughs> no. he was like no but i mean like he was like I know what you mean though. not playing like like yeah He's we've playing got like 40 chess yeah, yeah yeah he was like eh. you know i like he he's okay he's not trying right you know he's like i'm not gonna i know what i could do here to possibly give our team a better opportunity i'm not gonna show my cards on yeah. this and it's okay if we lose to the eagles it's okay if we you know the, the cowboys were playing really well that day it's okay we can lose that game, and it's okay. It's okay to lose to the Packers. This gives us a better seating. It's okay. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of, the Lions, maybe that one slipped them. But, I mean, it's like, you know, here we are, and we're right where we need to be, and I've got other, I've got a whole different situation set up for my team, and here we go. Well, uh, you know, and to allude back to that point, you know, is because, like, he will have our team ready. This team believes in our coach. Yeah. This team believes in general that they can beat anybody they have never let one of these losses um you know how a loss like that can yeah. like you know, yeah. can affect your entire yep. mentality and affect your entire in a row. you know yeah yep. exactly so you know what i mean like he will have this team ready prepared people will be will be ready to prove the world wrong that think that we're just one and done and that we're frauds you know what i mean yep. we're we're going to be ready which also gives me confidence that we could actually go in and beat San Francisco. Now, it's going to be tough, but the reason why I say this is that what is one thing that our defense has been good at all year? Turnovers. That and? Not letting people score. (laughs) That, but stopping the run. We have been able to stop the run, and that's what makes the 49ers offense go, is Mm -hmm. they run the football and they allow Brock Purdy to pick the defense apart from play action and bootlegs and stuff like that. It's a similar, very similar to our offense. Yeah, very true. But at the same time, we can stop the run. And then if we force Brock Purdy to play in our hands where it's not a game that he's normal, then that creates turnovers. That creates mm-hmm. mistakes. That defense, of course, we might have to score only like, we have like 20 points to win the game, but you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. It's a possible thing. I'm just I'm confident in this team. I'm excited for the playoffs. I'm excited to see what everything that we've done throughout this 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 regular season, all the ups and downs and heart attacks that we've had. No pun intended with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like <laughs> I think that we're ready, man. I think this is yeah, the time. I hope so. I really do hope so and I, I it, it's got, win or lose, it doesn't matter. Our team is so much better than the last few years. And I know I've said this before, but it, yep. at the end of last year, at the end of the year before, it's like things have got to change next year. They've got to be better. We've got to be better. And then we went into last year, and it was the same thing. 
mm. the exact same thing as the year before. And it was, oh my gosh, we cannot keep doing this. And we didn't. And now here we are. I feel better about our future, our team of destiny. This is how it starts. This is how all things, we, our team is so much, we could move players around. We could lose JJ and I want to, I mean like, but we could trade him and not want to pay him and still have a great team. We could bring in a different quarterback, and I think our coach can actually coach around those kinds of things. Those are weird things to think about right now going into the postseason, but I just feel better going forward with our team, with our coaching staff, with our general manager, yep. all that stuff. Yep, and I agree with you 100%. Um, I guess the only thing that I would have to say after the – well, it's a question that I have. If we win the Super Bowl, do we still fire Ed Donatello? I don't uh, probably not. <laughs> Question mark. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you kind of see what's out there, right? Maybe you don't fire him. Maybe but we maybe... bring in somebody else to help with the defensive play calls or Do something you... like that. Well, I mean, maybe I'm not saying you don't fire him. What I'm saying is, is you see what's available. Yeah. If you can't upgrade, kind of like our situation with Kirk Cousins, right? Who else would be our quarterback? Can you get better? Not without spending more money. Right. And so why? Right, let's. We're good. He's good. Yeah, I feel like. What if you can't get a better defensive coordinator? If that's, you know, maybe he works well with them in the meeting room. Maybe he works well. You know what I mean? He's good. He believes in the philosophy. Everything's the same. You don't want to bring in a guy that might be a better coach per se, but yet the way he is doesn't quite fit the mold of how you want your coaches to be Mm -hmm. towards your players. How you want them to act. You know? Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Now, if we go and we get our butts kicked by the Giants and we lose game one, then psh, yeah, fire him right away. Oh, yeah. 100%. Definitely. <laughs> because that's been our Achilles heel. There's been games that wouldn't be of close if our defense was even just a little better. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, just not give away. I mean, gosh, dang, there was teams that weren't that good that diced us up, yeah. you know? Yeah. I.e. Yeah. the Giants. Matt, any thoughts? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, nope. it's, I it's think... wild, man. We've waited all year for this. I know. All season to get to this postseason, and halfway through the season, we knew. How weird was it that we clinched the division weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. It's even better that the Packers are not in the playoffs. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like Somebody talk, was talking to me like, if the Vikings weren't in the playoffs, you probably wouldn't be talking crap with the Packers. I'm like, no, that's not. That's false. I would 100% yeah. be going, ha, 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 which yeah. I am still, ha, ha, ha. You didn't make the playoffs. Which they honestly didn't deserve to make the playoffs anyways. They yeah. were three and six, four and eight at one point. Yeah. That, it was cool to see him turn it around. I, I like that underdog story. I like watching it. But I'm not just speaking for the Brandon. For we're the, gonna have to kick you off this podcast. I'm not just speaking for the Packers. It's cool. To look at the Jags. They're in the playoffs. That, I love that. Was that cool to see because the Jaguars are the Jaguars. It's not the Packers. I know, <laughs> but I'm just saying I like that story all the same. Did the you know? Jags gonna, are in there. I'm gonna get that. you a simp for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know? Fun fact about me, which you guys may not have known, but I lived in Jacksonville. Uh, for like four years of my life, wow. and it was when uh, Mark Brunell was the quarterback, and they it was it, they made their first play, playoff appearance, and they went to the AFC Championship game, but they lost. It was Mark Brunell, Jimmy Smith, Keenan McCardell, Fred Taylor. It was an amazing offense. Mm. I can't remember who they lost to, but that was a fun time living in Jacksonville. And uh, one of my buddies, who's from Rapid, his name's Cheyenne. Cheyenne, you might know him. He's um, um, 
he has a walker. Oh. A- anyways, so he flew down to Jacksonville. He flew down to Jacksonville for the uh, mm-hmm. the championship game, the South Championship game yeah. uh, against the Titans, and he was there live. And wow! He he was crying and like they won. It was like it meant, meant a lot to him. I mean, yeah. football means a lot to people. Yeah, I seen well, him over at my wife's work. Jacksonville has one fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's fan, a lot man. of people down there that were really excited, and I think that's why the Jaguars. I, that's why I feel like because I don't think the Chargers have the momentum going into the postseason as the Jaguars do. Jaguars are kind of the better story. San Diego or San Diego, LA is also in a play for Sean Payton. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just hmm. see Jaguars beating, winning that game. Also, the Chargers are only favored by two and a half points, which isn't a lot. So, no, <clears throat> no, it's gonna be it's gonna be a wild uh, weekend. No pun intended for wild card weekend, but it, uh, it it'll be crazy to see how things unfold. Can we watch a damn game together, Brandon? Like, it's sure a wild can. card game. Let's do it this weekend. Come on down to Denver. <laughs> oh watch yeah, you're in Denver. I hear this every every week. You guys haven't watched a game together? No, yet? it's so frustrating. I was at Buffalo All Wings a couple weeks ago waiting for Stitch to show up, That's and he never lie. showed you, up. You lie. You never showed up. You never went. I was there. I door dashed. <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, so I do want to bring this up in real quick because I know, Matt, you live in Minneapolis, so this won't matter too much to you, but they released our, now I'm going to mm. have to find it, our home and away games. Oh, yeah. Um, We played Denver away, so I'm probably going to go to a Denver game. And we also play Vegas. Do you I have, like, do you have like cheap flights from Minneapolis Let's to go Vegas? To the Vegas game. If, yeah. if you're talking about going to games, I'd rather go to Vegas than Denver. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And then we do cheap. get San Francisco at home. That'll be fun. That'll be but my wife will want to go to that one. We don't know who's going to have, uh, who's the quarterback's going to be Mm-mm. for the 49ers. But I think Brock Purdy has 100% won that starting job. You know, they didn't know what they were going to do with Jimmy G. They were all worried, but Brock Purdy went in there and is 5-0. and You know what I mean? That defense and that offense yeah. is good, but I think Brock Purdy is solidified because Trey Lance is yeah, a wild card. Do they just get rid of Trey Lance then? I would think. Or unless let him be a backup. I don't really what do you know. Do? I don't know. It's a sticky situation. He's your number one draft pick. You know I mean, what I mean? That's like, early in the year, so he's going to be healthy enough to start next year, you know, Come through the whole off-season workout program. He's going to be good, right? I know, man. But that's going to quarterbacks that write the run that tear their ACL are never the same. No, they're never the same. And uh, I think it's going to be weird because I, I don't think it takes a good quarterback in the 49ers to be for them no, to be good. I it mean, doesn't. and I wonder if this Brock Purdy guy is a little bit better than Jimmy G. Jimmy G. I, I think he he, is. he pushes the ball downfield he's, a lot better younger, than Jimmy G does. That's he's for cheaper. sure. Yeah. I wouldn't say he's better looking. You know, I'm not saying he's bad looking. <laughs> Jimmy G's got a whole new look. He's Jimmy GQ. What if the Seattle Seahawks beat the Niners, though? What if, I mean, because going back to your point, that does kind of, that could happen because they are an NFC West division department, uh, deponent, opponent. Yeah. Uh, they know each other. The Seahawks mm-hmm. are nowhere near the team, but the 49ers are, everybody's on them. Because they've won seven straight or whatever many they won, they got the second seed. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, hey, what if they do that? What if Geno Smith does that? Two words, Geno Smith. <laughs> <laughs> that would just be like, I guess for if you were a Seattle fan, that would just be like, oh, we're the team of destiny. But then you have to go and play the Eagles. <laughs> and yeah, then, and then who would have thought? Lose. Who would have thought Denver? Would not even be a question, and the Seahawks would be in the playoffs. Man, I thought the Seahawks would be the last in the NFC West. I honestly did. Yeah, 
and that just completely flip flop. Where I Why thought Russell Wilson would be a MVP candidate. Yeah, <laughs> but wow. also, did yeah. you notice that after Nathaniel Hackett was fired, the team was completely different, and yeah, Russell Wilson that's... actually played a lot better. Sure did. <laughs> so he I don't sure know did. who was calling the plays, but Nathaniel Hackett, obviously, that guy's a terrible coach. Glad he's not in the league anymore. Yeah, IKR. Uh, do you want to do two podcasts this week? I mean, I think we kind of touched on everything we need to unless something changes. Everybody should be healthy. Harrison Smith should be ready to go. Uh, Bradbury's fighting his tail back to come back. But even then, after the way Chris replayed, he definitely didn't have any cadence issues. So he he looked pretty decent with a week of preparation. I'm not worried about if Bradbury is not in, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I think it... Uh... I think it'd be nice to do a quick one. Of course, I'll have to call in as well. That's fine. That's kind of tough when we're both calling in, but uh, I mean, we should know a little bit more the stories as yeah. as the week progresses. You yeah, know. injury reports, things like that. It could be a quick one. Yep. Okay, that sounds good. Um, I do though feel that we can make a run. This team is built and ready to make a run. This is the reason why they brought KOC in. This is the reason why they made the changes. And I think that this is we're ready for it. Do we know so 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 if we win, who do we play? It depends. So like it, the one seed will play the lowest seed. Right. So if 49ers win and we win, then we would play San Francisco. Okay. So no matter what happens with that seven But who has to play the Eagles? What? The lowest seed has to play the Eagles, so it could be Yeah. Yeah. So if the Seahawks beat the 49ers, then the Seahawks play would the play Eagles? the Eagles. Yeah. Oof, good for them. But so if that doesn't happen, if 49ers, then we would more than likely play the 49ers if we won. And then whoever the winner was of that Bucks and Cowboys game would play the Eagles. <clears throat> mm. Yep. Mm. Yep. Which, you know, mm. the Bucks play, the Bucks go to Philadelphia and Tom Brady shocks the world. Yep. And then we beat the 49ers. And we beat the Bucks at home in the NFC Championship yeah, Tom game. Tom Brady's tired of tired, tired of tiring, tired of traveling. <laughs> you know, he's gone to Seattle. He's got—I mean, not Seattle. Yeah, it, wherever doesn't matter. He's gone to the Eagles. He's now he's got to come to Minneapolis. And he's like, I don't want to be here. I'm tired. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm just saying this thing could be crazy. We've had some crazy things happen for us this year. I'm ready for it, man. I feel I feel good. I feel I'm excited. And honestly, if if we win and we lose to the 49ers, this season is still a success to me. I, I'm saying the same thing. Yep. Yep. Final thoughts? Anybody else? Mm-mm. Nope. I'm, a, I'm excited. <laughs> Are you excited, nope. Matt? I am very excited. I just when we win this game, then we'll have two podcasts next week. Yeah. Right? What What is? Sure. Yeah. What What do you feel about? What's the What's the vibe in Minneapolis? What's the fans feeling there? Because, you know, I can go off of the Minnesota fans, Vikings Facebook page where everybody's negative Nancys. But what's the vibe in Minneapolis? Um, That they're going to be a disappointment. <laughs> so. And, you know, that's honestly how most Vikings fans feel, yeah. and that sucks. Yeah. That's what Mark yeah. Houston thinks. Mark Houston thinks yeah. we're one and done. It's been our history, though. It is. Yeah. It has been our history, but I, I do feel like things are changing. Not saying win or lose this next game against the Giants makes no difference to me. I just feel like a change is coming in the future, whether it be this year, whether we make a deep run or not. I just I feel like it's changing. Yeah. Or the mentality. Everything about it is different. Is this the second playoff appearance that Kirk Cousins has had? With the Vikings? With the Vikings? Uh, yeah. And he's won... Both of his first games, 
I believe so. He's won both of his first games. Uh, he played the Saints in yep. 2017 and yep. won that game. Yep. Or not 2017. Um, With a t- in 2019. Pass to the Rudolph. Sorry. Yep. And then when was it? In 2021. It wasn't 2021. Maybe it was 2020. I can't remember. But, yeah, I think Kirk has played two two yeah, postseason games. Because our last that. two postseason games were wins against the Saints, Minneapolis Miracle, yeah. and Rudolph. But that was, Ch- that was uh, yeah. Case Keenum. Right. Yep. So, I mean, that was our last two wins in the postseason. Yeah, okay. So, never mind. So, then Kirk's only got one with us then. Yep. But that's fine. Um, I think that, yeah, we're going to be fine. We're, it's going to be great. This This is it. This is what we've been waiting for. It bring backs up the question of uh, who we playing? Yep. Who we playing in the Super Bowl? Who we playing? It's the Bills, Dolphins, uh, the Bengals. Apparently, Bengals. To you, so. I don't know. Okay, first yeah. of all, I don't want to play the, the Bengals because I don't think if Joe Burrow has another opportunity at a Super Bowl, he's not going to lose, and I don't want to play the Bengals. I'd rather play the Bills. Okay, <laughs> I think we could take them. Yeah. I think the Bengals end up losing at some point. Chiefs, probably the Chiefs. Hey, did you guys see the ring around the rosy pocket full of posy yeah. touchdown pass thing? Yeah. And, but it wasn't even a touchdown. They called it back no. for holding. But <laughs> Which, do you guys think that was disrespectful? Uh, I kind of think it was. I mean, I'm like, a- when I first watched it, we were kind of giggling, and I'm like, but that's really disrespectful. Like, we're kicking your ass so hard, and we could care less about anything. We're going to start playing games. Yeah. Like, we're joking. I guess I could see that. We're joking around having fun playing you because that's how little this game matters to us, yeah. and we know we could kill you at any minute. That's ridiculous. I don't know. I kind of, yeah. I kind of, I love Patrick Mahomes' style of play, but he's starting to get kind of like Aaron Rodgers esque, like how cocky and just how. Because I don't know. You, you get that? You know I, what I'm saying? I kind of do, not but I don't. That bad, I think but he, it's he does it in a way that's not Aaron Rodgers bad. He does it in a way that I'm like, I want to go play ball <laughs> with this kid. Yeah. Because I think the reason they did the whole whatever they call it, snow globe play, is because they just they think it's fun and they're just out there having fun. Yeah. And they're all literally that good where they're just like goofing around. And- right. All right, I'm going to end on this. DeMar Hamlin, uh, Hamlin is basically on the road to recovery. He was yeah. very uh, very active on social media. He posted pictures of himself in the hospital, which mm-hmm. is amazing. Also, the Bills, I don't know if the NFL could script it any better with the NFL, the, the kickoff play. The first, two of them? Yeah, two of them in the game. You know what I mean? And it was just, uh, it was cool to have football back and every team across the league supporting um, uh, Hamlin, and it was just amazing. So uh, it was very, very cool. Love you, Matt. Love you, Matt. We're done. I think he left. Yep. He had to go. (laughs) He had to go. He messaged us. I got to go. (laughs) I got to go. Let's go! Skull Vikings, let's win this game. Skull Vikings, honor your name. Go get that first down, then get a touchdown. Rock up, suck up. Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ is hosted by Mitchell Stafford, a.k.a. Stitch, and Brandon Jones, a.k.a. BJ. Produced by Mark Hewson, engineered by Chris Jacquez, audio or audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you like what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment. This was a Home Slice Podcast Network production.